Welcome back to Amerisogyny. I'm your host, Hannah Blue. You're listening to episode 43, Nostalgia Mania, a discussion on fun things from the 70s, 80s, 90s. A lot of the inspiration for my episodes comes through experiences, conversations. There are many things that were relevant during my childhood that are no longer around. And I think it's sad. Some people, a lot of people, think they had the best era of growing up. I used to hear people say, things were better back in my day. And I didn't understand it until I was much older. Now I do. I understand exactly what they mean. My cousin and I were having a conversation and she was telling me about the different candy she used to eat. And honestly, I've never heard of some of it. She grew up in a time where I didn't. And yet, we cherish things from our childhood. Things that made us happy. Good mental health is based on things that make us smile. Euphoria. Nostalgia. I think most people are able to connect something to their past that brought them a lot of joy. And that's the foundation of today's episode. Today, I'm going to talk about candy, cartoons, comics, music, movies, things and experiences that we take with us throughout the years. Amerisogyny is about exposing the links in mental health and nostalgia is definitely a link. If you look at Alzheimer's disease, many patients revert back to their childhoods. And there's a reason for that. No matter how many years pass, people hold tight to things that made them happy. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the 80s. The 80s was a time of lots of color, big hair, and even bigger radios. Now, kids today have heard of mixtapes, but they don't make them like we used to. A while back, Madonna claimed Tory Lanez sampled her song. I listened to his version, and as soon as I heard it, I knew he copied it. This comes from a crafted skill of listening to the radio back in the day, and if you wanted to record a song on your mixtape, you listened for the beat. Getting the intro and the exit of the song was crucial because you wanted to get the whole song so you could listen to it at your leisure, in your boombox or your Walkman. I loved my Walkman. I took it everywhere. I had hundreds of mixtapes. I was good at recording, honey. Now, if you want free music, you stream it for a fee. I miss free music. On to 80s TV. There was no TikTok in the 80s, thank God. If we weren't outside playing, we were watching our shows. One thing I definitely miss is watching cartoons on the weekends. Saturday morning cartoons and cereal went together better than Bonnie and Clyde. I did Saturday morning shows on Friday nights because I wanted my time to watch my shows. So let's talk about 80s cartoons. First up, Jim, I remember getting up at six o'clock in the morning with my cereal to watch Jim. 
most of the cartoons had action figures or Barbie dolls. That's right. They had toys. So along with the gem cartoon, you had the gem Barbie dolls. The gem dolls were way bigger than the average size Barbie dolls. I loved it. My favorite was Aja. Next up, He-Man. I think He-Man and Jean-Claude Van Damme are the number one reasons I like men with muscles. I can't help it. To this day, I think I was classically conditioned (laughs) to like muscles. (laughs) And yeah, okay, I get it. He-Man was a cartoon, but still, they made him look good, okay? Then, after we got comfortable with He-Man, they created She-Ra, He-Man's sister and a female heroine. She-Ra was beautiful, powerful, intelligent. Now, you want to talk a role model? She-Ra, definitely. Now, I shudder to think who kids have as role models these days. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My cousin Jesse has so many sets of Ninja Turtles. I did not miss an episode. My favorite, Raphael. Because he was complicated. And I liked his weapons. Next up, Transformers. I don't know any 80s kid that didn't have a complete fit when Optimus Prime died. And if you say you didn't, you're lying. The Smurfs. I remember Gargamel and the Smurfs very fondly because he was always trying to catch them. And for a while, there were Smurf recipes going on because we didn't know what they were made of. We didn't know why this creepy wizard guy kept trying to eat the Smurfs. But there was Papa Smurf, Brainy, Handy, and of course Smurfette. A Smurf movie came out a while back. It was pretty good, but it just didn't compare to the cartoon. I don't think anything will ever compare to the 80s. We also had Care Bears, and the Care Bears showed you how to care. We had Strawberry Shortcake. I remember having a Strawberry Shortcake doll, and she smelled just like strawberries. And we can't forget the Ghostbusters. A Ghostbuster movie came out, but again, it just didn't have the same ring to it as the cartoon. And if you're a seasoned anime fan, you know all about Project Aiko and Biko. What an awesome cartoon. Now on to the toys. Barbie was huge in the 80s. I don't even know if little girls play with Barbies anymore. I wasn't surprised when the Barbie movie went viral because again, nostalgia, the things from your past bring back good memories. I had dozens of Barbies. I remember having a Barbie Hawaiian hut and dolls of all colors. I had dolls in hula skirts. I had dolls in bikinis, evening gowns. Oh my God, I love my Barbies. I miss my Barbies. The Cricket doll. Not many people remember Cricket, but I do. Cricket was black and white. The white doll was blonde, and the black doll had brown curly hair. I had my Cricket doll up until my late 20s, and I still would have had her if my apartment had not flooded and she got molded inside. 
It broke my heart to throw away that doll. There was also my buddy and kid's sister, Teddy Ruxpin, Rubik Cubes. I don't know anybody who doesn't remember trying to make a puzzle with these cubes. The first time I saw Hellraiser and they had the box, I immediately thought of my cube that I used to play with. Morbid, I know, but the OG Rubik Cube was very, very fun. It didn't take much back in the day to have fun. On to the Cabbage Patch Kids. When these dolls came out, they were every little girl's dream. I remember parents fighting on national TV over Cabbage Patch Kids because they wanted them for their children. Action figures. I already told you about this. If the cartoon was successful... Trust and believe they had an action figure. There were He-Man action figures, Ninja Turtles, Transformers. Between my cousin Jesse and I, we had a lot to play with. There was also Pound Puppies, if you remember those. Beanie Babies are what I would call today's Pound Puppies. In the 80s, there were no smartphones to sit and look at all day. We went outside. We played. We rode on big wheels, roller skates. We played hopscotch, kickball. We rode our bikes. And when your parents said, don't let the street light beat you home, what that meant was by the time that street light went out, you needed to be in the house. Those were some good times. I don't think kids today have much of childhoods. Everything is smartphones and the internet. I think the internet really killed authentic communication, authentic relationships. I don't think there's anything social about social media. We had the real social experiences when we played on teams together, double dutch, I already mentioned hopscotch. That was social. Or just catching lightning bugs. You get a mason jar or any jar, go outside, wait for the bugs to light up and put them in a jar. To us, that was fun. Let's talk about 80s music. Prince, Rick James, and Madonna were huge in the 80s. There was also Wham, Culture Club, The Police, you know, Every Breath You Take, Take On Me, Tears for Fears, you know the song, Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up, and the boy group of the 80s, was New Kids on the Block. For hip-hop, we had LL Cool J versus Cool Modi, Salt and Peppa, Eric B and Rakim, Run DMC, Big Daddy Kane, MC Light, Queen Latifah, and more. 80s movies. I already said Jean-Claude Van Damme is the reason I like muscles. And let me throw in the king, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee is the reason I like muscles and Asian guys because Bruce Lee was the most beautiful man I had ever seen and he still is to this day. I remember the Karate Kid, Wax On, Wax Off, Stand By Me, The Lost Boys. Yeah, The Lost Boys beats Twilight any day of the week. Christy Swanson most people don't remember her, but I do. She played in Deadly Friend and Flowers in the Attic. 
The Outsiders was a big movie. Die Hard. Oh my God. All the Die Hard movies that came out in the 80s were fire. Then came The Terminator. Who can forget Arnold Schwarzenegger running around the city trying to kill Sarah Connor. There was Robocop, The Predator, and another movie with a lot of muscles. Aliens, A Christmas Story, which is still a classic to this day, and Gremlins. Now, Gremlins was supposed to be a Christmas movie, but it was so hilarious. I watched it all year round. I will never forget when they shot Mrs. Deagle's wheelchair out of the window. That, I don't care what you say, was hilarious. And Stripe was bad to the bone. There was also the rise of Stephen King, Silver Bullet, Christine. Buddy Robertson was such a bully. And when he stood up and clapped when Dennis got hurt, again, hilarious. The experiences we had in the 80s were cool too. I remember comic book stores, you guys. There was nothing better than going downtown Saturday afternoon after I watched my cartoons and going to buy comic books. I can still smell how the store smelled. It smelled of pine and peace. We also had ice cream trucks. I was told some areas still have ice cream trucks, but let me tell you, there was nothing better than hearing the chime of an ice cream truck and begging my grandma for money to go get me a Mickey Mouse ice cream bar. Those were my favorite. We also had, which you may have heard of and you may not have, candy ladies. There were ladies around the neighborhood that used to sell bowls of candy. Laffy Taffies, Bubblegum, Suckers. We didn't get most of our candy from the corner store. We went to the candy lady. Another thing I remember, milk crates. Now you may recognize milk crates from these idiotic milk crate challenges people did. But those crates used to hold WIC. That's the Women, Infants, and Children's Program. Those wonderful crates used to hold milk, eggs, and that beautiful government cheese. Government cheese is a beautiful thing from the 80s that will never be recreated ever, ever again. It came in a brown box and it was a loaf of American cheese. People might say American cheese is disgusting, yada, yada, to each their own. I don't know any kid that didn't have that cheese in grilled cheese sandwiches or cheese toast, which was the poor man's grilled cheese, or cheese eggs, and could say that it was nasty. There was nothing nasty about that cheese. If I could find a loaf today, I'd bring it home and slice it right on up. Zero shame. On to the 70s. I talked to my cousin Penny, and she shared a lot about how she grew up. She said in the 70s, they had the milkman who would sell ice cream and milk. On the south side of Youngstown, Ohio, was Idora Park, and they would go there and play. They also had Woolworths, which I've heard of Woolworths, but I've never seen one in my day, where you could shop, and she said they had a grill where you could order food and eat inside. She said she could eat in her day, but her mother and our aunties couldn't. 
She remembers the red barn. They had burgers, fries, and shakes. And she said the barn buster was the biggest burger. Now, they also had candy ladies, but if you can imagine, the prices were a lot cheaper in the 70s than they were in the 80s. She said if you had $2, that was a lot of candy because they sold what was called penny candy. She said they had Kit's Taffy and the Taffy Suckers, which were strawberry, banana, and chocolate. Turkish Taffy, which I've never heard of. Penny Bubblegum. Slowpoke Caramels. Bitto Honey, Chocolite, and Big Blow Candy. Now, she says Big Blow still exists to this day. The other candies, other than the bubblegum, I've never heard of. She used to go to drive-in movies. She said you could sit outside and watch movies. Some sat on the ground and some sat on the top of their cars. The admission price was $5, but on bargain nights, you only paid a dollar. And you could buy popcorn Four quarter per cup. I only know about 70 movies because of cable and streaming. Let's get into those. The Godfather parts one and two. Who doesn't love The Godfather? Huh? The Thing with McCready and Childs. Now, John Carpenter recently came out and said he knew who was the thing at the end of the movie, but he wasn't saying. Me, I just took a guess and said it was Childs. McCready was in most of the scenes, but Childs, there were a couple scenes where he went MIA. So that's what made me suspect he was the thing at the end. There was Sparkle, the OG Sparkle with Irene Cara. Lady Sings the Blues with Diana Ross. The Wiz, the iconic Pam Greer movies, Foxy Brown, and Superman. Christopher Reeves was such a good-looking Superman, my God. But who I liked most? Clark Kent. I've always liked very shy, quiet, nerdy guys, and that hasn't changed. Dolomite, which was a movie about a pimp. I thought that was pretty interesting. And there was Almighty Isis with Joanna Cameron. Never watched it. But it looked pretty good. But my number one female superhero was Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. Nothing against Gal Gadot. But Linda was the lady that made me believe women could do anything. And that is the 70s. I want to travel back to the 80s for just a bit. Reality TV didn't exist in the 80s, but we had Dallas and Dynasty. In the Heat of the Night, Beauty and the Beast is a lost classic with Linda Hamilton and Ron Perlman. Now that dropped in 1987. Before Linda became the iconic Sarah Connor, she was Katherine Chandler. That show was so good. Now I can't forget the power of MTV music. MTV was big in the 80s, we all know that, and it's relevant because it also ushered in some of the biggest names in 90s music and in the many years that followed. The career of the legendary Tina Turner was cemented in the 80s, and who could forget Guns N' Roses? Axl Rose. Man, he was big back in the day. New Edition was on fire in the 80s, and I still love them to this day. They've had lots of hits that have spanned across the decades. 
Then the door to the 90s opened and we had Nirvana. I remember watching Smells Like Teen Spirit on MTV for the first time. And I'm watching Kurt Cobain. He had on this striped t-shirt. And I'm thinking, okay, why is his hair in his face? But I started listening to his voice. And baby, by the time he ended the second verse with that, yeah, like he did, I was off my couch. Nirvana was so huge for so many people, and they still are to this day. Nirvana's music was grunge. And what I loved about their music was it connected everybody. It didn't matter what race you were, what background you came from. Everyone I know loved Nirvana and we still do. And when we lost Kurt Cobain, that was a blow. He was so talented. Do I believe he killed himself? Nope. But that's a podcast episode for another day. We also had Pearl Jam, Metallica, R.E.M., Red Hot Chili Peppers, Alanis Morissette, who could forget her? And no doubt, the 90s gave rise to a lot more boy bands with the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC in the lead. And let me tell you, either you were for Backstreet or you were for NSYNC. I don't know anybody that was for both. I definitely wasn't. I was a Backstreeter. I liked NSYNC's music. I still do. But Backstreet was number one for me. There was also LFO, 98 Degrees, New Kids on the Block were still going. And you know the R&B groups were always popping. Jodeci, the number one group of all time. I don't care what nobody says. Jodeci. We had Shy, Silk, Belle Biv DeVoe, Boys to Men, 112, ABC, Immature, B2K, and there's too many to name. I didn't watch Dawson's Creek or Melrose Place, so I can't talk about them. But I did watch Beverly Hills 90210. When you heard that song, oh man, that was a good show. And to this day, I have never forgiven Kelly for dating Dylan behind Brenda's back. Sneaky, wicked, tricksy, false. On to my favorite part, 90s cartoons. I've always been a big anime fan, and Ninja Scroll was a good one. Jubei Kibagami, honey. That series was amazing. They actually made another one right after the movie because it was so popular. (sighs) I love Jubei. Vampire Hunter D was another good one. And in my opinion, these were the best of their time. For American cartoons, the best cartoons of all time. I don't care what anybody says. This is my opinion. X-Men, the animated series, and Batman, the animated series with Kevin Conroy. When Kevin passed, every nerd and geek like myself mourned and we mourned hard. I felt I lost a part of my childhood when he left the world. The only animated series that comes close to these two is Avatar The Last Airbender. And that's just my opinion. Well, folks, I know I missed some good cartoons, movies, and music. If I miss some, then all you do is just contact me and say, hey, I used to watch this one. 
or that one. Can you talk about this? And guess what? I'll do it because I like sharing experiences and I like hearing from you. I hope you had fun with this episode. I sure did. But you know what? I'm out of time. If you like this episode, you already know what to do. Feel free to follow me on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, which will be turning into YouTube music in the future, or wherever you listen from. It's the weekend, folks, and I want you to have a good one. So be easy. Take care of yourselves. Have the best weekend ever. I will be back with more stories. And as always, God.